Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire. And your fit and dirty girl, yes. And we got a man in the house tonight. We got we had to bring a man on for this conversation. He goes by the name of Rel, but also unruly gentleman with the three for the G-E. The E was replaced with an E. Unruly gentleman on Instagram. And he's a friend of Miss Yaz. So welcome to the show, Rel. Uh, thank you, ladies, for having me. Thank you for signing up. I mean, Yaz told me you got stories for days, and we were talking about some things, and you sparked up a conversation that I think everybody can actually like say, I've either been that person or I've definitely been in a relationship with someone who doesn't seem to cherish the fact that I'm out getting a bag and it's not just, you know, spending time with the person all the time. Yeah, I mean, we started that conversation the other day, um, and I share a couple of personal experiences with you. I don't know if you want me to go in depth. Yeah, the listeners, okay. you know, don't know you. They they don't know what you're know, about. Right? All right, well, let me give you the uh, most recent experience. So, I was studying for a um, certification test for Society of Human Resource Management, and I was seeing a young lady that you know I told her when it came to clutch time that. I kind of isolate myself. Yeah, you know, I made it a point to be respectful about it, tell her I isolate myself, kind of cut off the world and just go into my mode where I study hard and, you know, and mind you, it's an additional twenty dollars to $30,000 atop my salary. So, you know, I'm not sitting here thinking about, hey, do you want to spend time? I'm sitting here thinking about, let me get to this additional money that I need to make. Right. So long story short, you know, she didn't understand the fact that I really was like, I'm making special time, even when I hang out with you. So in those moments, I need you to understand that I don't really want to be nagged because I can be studying. Anything that you were doing, I, in my mind, I can be studying because I'm trying to make sure that I dominate this test. So needless to say, that situation didn't work out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it segues into another funny story that yeah, I share which where, you know, I was actually going to have the conversation with the young lady mm-hmm. and pretty much cut her off. But she gave me a call, sent me a text while we were out drinking. So I said, hey, fuck it. Let's keep the Hennessy flowing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, though, like, I mean, I have to question this. Did she know how much of a busy person you were before you guys, like, got involved? I mean, yeah, she saw it, you know, and it was pre-quarantine and then going into the quarantine. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those things where it's like, okay, you have more time because you're at home. You're not, like, you're not commuting, you're telecommuting and whatnot. However, it was still, you know, I'm working. I have a 19-year-old daughter. What? So, you know, you don't even yeah, look like know, a right? day over like 30, 32. Lord. That's, I mean, you know, black don't crack. It really <laughs> don't. It really doesn't. But, you know, and I um, and I help take care of one of my nephews. So, you know, I, I still have parental duties. Right. Also. Right. So, you know, it's like, OK, I'm making time. But, you know, I, I appreciate your time. You should appreciate mine the same. And I feel like, you know, sometimes in relationships that doesn't happen. But that's what that's what confuses me the most. It's like I was talking about this on another show last night with a couple who works together. And it's like you got to treat a relationship like a job interview. You know, when you get to know somebody and you're trying to like vibe with them, regardless if you're trying to be the girlfriend, the boyfriend, even just the fuck buddy, like you should already know what you're getting yourself into. You know, you should know like, oh, this person has a career, has, you know, kids he has to feed and take care of and understand like, 
maybe I have too much time on my hands for this person. So I can't, you know, go ahead and like beg every five minutes to be like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. That's what irritates me the most in relationships. It's like, did you not know who exactly you are fucking with before you got involved with the person? And then how selfish are you to kind of give like that person an ultimatum like it's me or the bag? Like the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm picking the bag every time. I'm not even going to lie. Thank you. And there's I made that mistake when I was younger. Oh, please do tell. Do tell. <laughs> oh, man. This story is ridiculous. So I was dating this um, woman. like, mm. And it was a serious relationship, which I generally don't do. You don't do um, serious however, relationships? Is that what you're saying? No, nah, not really. Here's <laughs> <laughs> that answer. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've been traumatized a time or three. And, you know, that trauma stick with you. However, um... Yeah, so, you know, we, like, stayed together, everything, and at the time, I was completing undergrad, and I don't know if she was just, like, an idiot. No, I'm not going to call her an idiot, but hey. she would be, she, she would really question, like, why did I study so much? Why did I do this? Why? I was like, because, one, I'm trying to dominate everything I do, as I stated earlier. Right. Two, I'm like, you know, I want to have the highest everything possible so therefore at no point am I going to sit back and just coast by so and even then it's like you know it would it would come to crunch time and I'd be like listen I'm gonna hang out downstairs I'm gonna do what I need to do you know I'll spend time with you she wanted me like she was a powerless control freak she wanted me to go to bed when she went to sleep like (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, no. Listen. Oh my god. Listen, it was it was so it was so weird. When I tell you this was weird, and it was just an odd situation. And then I'd be like, I'm not going to bed when you go to sleep. I stay up before two hours later than you. I'm like, I've timed it. I'm not doing that. So then it was just like, so I have to sleep alone. You're not sleeping alone if I come to bed after I'm working. Right. But she had control issues that you know probably were a part of her past that she never sought counseling for. And that's, Which I feel like everybody should see counseling at some point in their adult life. Completely I agree. agree. Completely agree. I I just got back into therapy two weeks ago. I've had two sessions no. already. And honestly, I am so thankful that I did. Because especially with what's going on with this year, quarantining and just like, the craziness of this pandemic in general it's just it's a lot and it's a lot to even yeah it's a lot to even like pile up on my partners like I'm Polly and you know I see my main boyfriend you know four or five days a week and it's like it's a lot it's a lot to like put on him of how I'm feeling so I was like you know I really do need to like talk to someone else and figure out what's going on what's up so do you have a main boyfriend and a side boyfriend or do you have a main I, boyfriend I don't, and a girlfriend I have we have a girlfriend who is married um, okay. we, we have our own relationship with her and then we have our own uh-huh. coupleship and then I don't want to okay. say that I have a boyfriend on the side but I do have another girlfriend whose boyfriend and I also, we have like a little throuple individual relationship all going on. But with the quarantine and everything, I have not seen this couple in person since before everything happened. Damn. And then my pregnant Damn. girlfriend, ooh, I could say it because no one knows who exactly she is. But the married girlfriend ooh, ooh, ooh. is pregnant and our schedules do not match up. So my man sees her more, which it is. It sucks. It sucks a lot because, you know, I have to deal with the fact that she's pregnant. She's going through a a rough two um, trimesters right now. And then our schedules never meet up. But we, you know, we try to make the best out of it. You know, FaceTiming, phone calls, texting, whatever we can do to still like the love is not lost or anything like that. But when I tell people like, 
poly, being poly and especially like going even into this conversation of, you know, cashing in on your relations. Right. All my partners know how busy I am and I love them for it because they too are also involved in their lives. Like my main boyfriend, he has four different jobs and we also work together on top of that. Like we're trying to get a bag together on top of our careers and it's hard, but we make it work. And we knew getting into a relationship, even just like when we started fucking each other and it was like literally just a fuck shit. We knew how busy and how goal oriented we were. You know, there's never been a loss of that. There's never been like, oh, you work too much or, you know, all you do is work, work, work. We, we, you never have time to play. So I find it hilarious that homegirl was making you have like a curfew bedtime from studying. That is straight bullshit to me. Hell yeah. Let's go with the she tried. Okay, so she tried it. She tried it. It wasn't going to work. Oh. And this is the shit that you would normally hear like women saying, my man won't let me do this. But we are just as trifling. We are just as trifling when it comes to this shit. And my entire conversation would be, but once I complete this, it's more money in the household. Thank you. Because, Because another issue was, well, I don't feel like I'm included in your plan. I'm like, how are you not included in in a household plan I'm like regardless if I was doing this before I met you during um, during the time that we met or after not after but you get what I'm saying like, <laughs> yes it's, it's, a, it's a it's a part of the plan because it only makes the household stronger that's true so I'm like yeah I'm like these are control issues you have control vices and what was she doing for her career her career like oh so listen no, she actually had a really, really great job that she got because I was willing to help her out, though. <gasps> like, I was willing to make sacrifices in my schedule, excuse me, in my time. And because when I met her, she had, what is that, um, EBT and, and like, you know, like subsidized housing. So government and assistance. Had, yeah. So she had just lost her job when we met. And it was one of those things where I'm just like, okay, well human we're all human we all go through something there's been times where i've had 75 dollars in my bank account there's been times i've had 75 dollars in my bank account mm-hmm. it doesn't change who i am you know so while she was going through the issues with interviewing and trying to figure it out i'm like listen whatever you need me to do to help you i'm here but when it was like the ball was in the other court i just feel like that was not reciprocated because she became a brand per- like once she made started making over 100k 150k I didn't even know who I was dealing with anymore wow and that's that's the scary thing too when the money really starts changing the dynamics of a relationship and it really shouldn't have to be that like it is fine for couples to have their own funds honestly I rather have couples have their own funds and then if they want to go on a trip they want to go half on something go half on it that like it makes things less messy when you guys if you guys ever were to break up you know like right especially if there's no like talks of marriage but i know friends of mine that have like shared bank accounts with their boyfriends and girlfriends and i'm like what the fuck are you doing i've been there girl it's not cool you've had a shared account before yeah, I mean, I, we have our separate accounts, but he had my PIN number. Oh, so no. So he go to the store, he'll take my ATM card, shit like that. It was just, it's too much sharing. When you live together, you start sharing too much shit. And you're not right. even married. I agree. It's like, you're not even married, but you want to share the, the funds, and then some shit happens. Like, that's why even knowing acquaintances, and you know this certain acquaintance, um, Oh, yeah, yeah. But how do you feel about this, Ro? So if you are getting involved with a female, but know your credit is fucked up, but y'all are insisting to live together. Now, your girl, the, you know. The shaking the head already. Right, right. So he, 
You got the job. Like, let's put it in your perspective. So, Rel, you're the one that got the fucked up credit, but you got the good job. Your girl got the good credit, but has never really, like, lived on her own. Has never paid a goddamn bill in her life. So, of course, her, her credit's going to look good. But, you know, the minute if y'all break up, who is it going to fuck up more? Is it going to fuck you up more? Or is it going to fuck her up? Because she's the one with the so-called good credit. It's going to fuck her up more. But the reason being is, one, you're providing the income as the bad credit, the bad credit. I mean, they both stand to gain something if that's like their whole task and their whole plan is to live together. However, it's creating a situation where they're, why can't I find the word in my head, codependent upon each other. Yes. It's a financial, it's a financially codependent situation. I feel like if you are going to be taking those extra steps in a relationship, living together, sharing funds, you both need to look at the larger perspective of if we break up, if someone does some fuck shit on each other, am I going to be financially fine after the breadwinner of my relationship is gone. Where's your stability right. going to be at? Like, is this person even trying to make, get herself another bag now that she's on her own and in a place, you know, that's really nice and, you know. And that's another thing. It's like, are you moving in with this person because you need them or are you moving in because you actually care about that person and want that person there? I question the relationship because there are so many things that got rushed in. It's like, and I don't want to like say too much. So this person might be listening and be like, you're talking about we. No, I got a lot of people that are in this person's situation. No, that's a life situation. Yes. So it's like, I let's put it in my perspective. People get on my case that I do not live with my main boyfriend. We've made it very clear that we do not need to live together to grow together, you know, and he knows how financially independent I am trying to be. So it's like he's trying to build his own. I'm trying to build my own. He wants a house. I, I just want a condo for the rest of my life. I don't want to deal with landscaping. He can do the landscaping all he wants, but I don't want all that. I just want something simple that I call myself and I love my space. So I don't right. understand why people have to frown on relationships that aren't the traditional route of, well, you guys should, if you guys are together, you should live together. Why? Nope. Why? See? Nope. See, uh, and uh, I've questioned tradition a lot. Mm-hmm. I, matter of fact, I posted something about polygamy on um, my Instagram page. Oh, I'm night. not polygamous. I'm polyamorous. Two different things. Polyamorous. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had posted something and it was basically, you know, saying like how people get cheated on anyway. So why don't you just go ahead and add that third person? I'm paraphrasing, of course. Yeah. But but to your point, there like traditional relationships. And I stated this to my friend and said to me, I was like, a lot of people, one, don't want to admit that the extra party is in their relationship. I was like, two is generally a religious basis that's involved in that that keeps those people seeking out these relationships that are failing them. I was like, three, I was like, nobody wants to look like the dumb person. I was like, so they don't want to be like, yes, I consciously know that this is going on and it's going on in my face. I was like, but they might be missing out on something that can enhance their lifestyle. That's true. I mean... Whenever you add another person in your relationship, first of all, I tell people all the time, like being poly, anything with the word poly in it, polygamous, polyamory, even just having like threesomes in general, you know, just some flyby threesomes. When you add another person in your relationship, you best believe your other relationship better be 110% secure before you bring somebody else into your messy bed. Right. It doesn't matter what kind of level degree it is. And you got to make sure that all parties are cool with what's about to happen. It's like, there are some things that I establish in my other relationships that, you know, fly by me. 
I don't care about hearing about dates. I don't care about seeing the footage or anything like that. But I know other partners do have a, you know, feel a certain way if I'm on a date and they see footage. They don't want to see it kind of thing. And that's cool. You respect it. And then when, you know, dealing with catching a bag and everything, it's like, you got to know your partner's schedule, not being invasive on the schedule, but it's like, you got to understand, like, not everybody's career is going to line up with how your lifestyle is. Right. But you should never be threatened or feel like a partner's cheating because they're working too, too much. Like, how do you know that they're not putting in those extra hours to take you on that vacation you always wanted? Or you're always sitting and complaining you want that Birkin bag, but you don't got Birkin money. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and if I can add to that, like, no, please. you know, I mean, because especially because of social media and, you know, people look at other people's lifestyles and they make themselves miserable Ugh. attempting to recreate that lifestyle. Like you want your partner to come complete. Yes. Like. And, and what, what I mean by complete is either have a plan going, be in the midst of building themselves, or be totally built up. I don't, like, in these day and age, I, I don't really see people being like, hey, I'm going to help my partner build themselves up. And this is a partner with a plan. This is not the dude that's sitting on your couch playing PlayStation all day, smoking weed. Yes. And, um, and borrowing your car. It's not Jody. It's not Jody from <laughs> Baby, you know? <laughs> So I'm not talking about Jody ass niggas. I'm talking about the type of person that actually is putting in work and you see that person putting in work. Like you don't kick that person. No. And I feel like I feel like social media has made it to the point where it's like, oh, if you're not balling out of control or if you haven't hit 87, um, what is it? The uh, scam that they own now, whatever new scam it is this week, if you're not on that and you haven't done this and you're not chasing that that type of bag, then you're not shit. Because right. you can't buy me a Birkin. You can't buy yourself a goddamn Birkin. Like, and that's another thing. I'm not going to go out my way to purchase stuff for you that I know you can't get for yourself. Oh, oh, you make such a valid point. Because I cannot stand. I can't stand it. Like, I know you know this, guys. Sweetie. Came out with some bullshit a couple like I think it was like either last month or earlier this month. And she was talking about, you know, if your man can't buy you this like hundred thousand dollar bag, he ain't shit. And I'm like, if my man can't buy me a hundred thousand dollar bag, how about he put the hundred thousand dollars towards an investment? Because that bag is everybody look at her man like he had shit. Right. I mean, I ain't shit because I ain't never buying you one. Even if I got $100,000 just sitting there, why would I put it into a bag? A bag. I'd rather put it into a house, a car, a business, something, something that's going to give me monetary value in return. Right. Like, if it's not bringing me in residual income or outside income, then no, I'm, I'm not. And that doesn't mean that I'm saying you don't you know, spend money on your woman. You don't take her out and do nice things with her. You don't do the trips and everything because you do. But I do look to see, can you actually afford these things without me? Because if you can't, then you're not used to shit. And why would I just go out of my way to, then I'm your trick. Right. It's like, is this relationship for the likes or is there actual like love and respect that's being put into this relationship? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I, and I know guys. Yeah. Oh my bad. No, no, no. I, was no. I know guys who actually cheat and will go out and buy a girl an expensive bag right. just because they had that guilt. So you figure that your guilt, you're 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 sorry you turned into a broken bag. It is dumb as shit. Like if you are buying another woman a gift because you're cheating. No, no. I'm talking about buying the girlfriend the bag. Uh huh. But he's out there cheating. It's like on some guilt shopping. Like, oh, I know I cheated on her. Yeah. I'm gonna go buy her a bag and bring it home. But she don't know I'm cheating. But I'm doing this because they're feeling guilty for what they did with the next girl. That almost. Let me tell you this. It's not even guilt. It's just to placate the situation. Like, if you keep her satisfied with the things that she likes, she'll shut the fuck up. 
Wait, I might have just hated on half of the male community. My bad, guys. But no, you you told the truth because honestly, that's even yeah. a form of abuse. Like we see it in abusive yeah. relationships, male or female. Y'all get into a fight, hands are thrown. Next thing you know, look, he just bought me this tennis bracelet. Oh, he just mm-hmm. bought me a car. Oh, look at all these flowers. Really? So you love him because he buys you all these things. But when the shit gets tough, he ain't shit. She ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. And you want to throw hands on each other. But that's a real relationship. That's what real relationships, you know, how they grow. No, they don't fucking grow like that. That's two insecure individuals who aren't fully adults. Because adults, you'd work that shit out. You know when they need therapy. That too. And if the therapy ain't (laughs) working, if the therapy is only working for one of the parties, well, you know what you must do. Pack the shit and go. Move the fuck Mm -hmm. on. Like, yes. Not when they invest too much shit and one person's using their credit. Man. I'm just saying, if you're not, if you are not married to this person, if you don't have any legal ties with this person, there's not a child. There's not even a a fur baby involved, a car involved, and y'all are just together to be together. Get the fuck out. You can go and find somebody else who could treat you just the same, if not better. See, and I think a lot of people get complacent and they get caught in the moment where they're like, I don't want to learn a new person. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to go through that. I'm like, yo, you know what? My spider sense just tingled. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, if I'm already miserable, I don't want to be miserable for the rest of my life. Why? Because the dick was good? I'm sorry. The dick doesn't pay the bills. The pussy don't pay bills. No. If that was the case, we would all be fucking millionaires because we would all be Man. stuck in the house having sex as a payout. Okay, <laughs> we we wouldn't like be crying. That. We wouldn't be crying for a, a another movie. like we wouldn't be crying for another stimulus check if pussy and dick was paying the bills. Like, let's be real. I mean, <laughs> unless you a pimp in a hoe, you like, <laughs> like right. for real. If you are not in the sex business, if you are not a sex worker, you can't say that the pussy and dick makes you money. It doesn't. Okay, your trick still needs to go and put in the work to put the trick in your hand, okay? To buy you <laughs> the, the fucking manicure and the pedicure because you don't want to fucking do it yourself. Ladies, I'm so sick of y'all saying this shit. And there are going to be women mad at me. But you know what? I'm the most low-maintenance host of a podcast you will ever meet, okay? If I want to get my hair done, my eyebrows done, my nails done, I do it my goddamn self, Okay. I mean, but that's just being part of a woman knowing how to manicure ourselves. You know? But I'm so sick of that shit. I'm so sick of hearing women say, like, he didn't buy me a manicure today, so I guess I'm just going to go looking lopsided. No, it's called you're fucking lazy and you don't want to use your own fucking money. Right. Like, that upkeep is personal upkeep. And I told my daughter that early on. Her mom taught her that early on. Like, my daughter is like one of the most self-sufficient women because we made her that way. Yes. You know, and it's like, no, it's okay. You know, if you have a significant other to, that comes along and aids you and helps you out, I like, but you don't rely on anybody. Never. Except your, except your parents that you pimp, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's a whole different story, man. I can't that's even tell you. a whole y'all. different story. I want my parents my life in tenfolds, okay? They always come bail right. me out when it's needed. But it's like... I'm never going to have, I never want to ever, even when I start making more money, as I'm making more money now, I never want to be that person where it's like, I'm going to have to rely on my significant others to pay my bills. Right. I've seen the downfall of my mom, depending on my stepdad. It wasn't good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, mean, everybody should have their own bag. You should have your own separate account I don't think it should be a secret from your partner like you know never you don't have to keep a secret but you should have your own rainy day fund you should have a stash you should have interest outside of the relationship and inside of the relationship and like you said with your partner you guys 
have separate businesses and then you guys have something that you're building together like that's ideal you know like you get your bag here you get your bag there we get our bag together that part it's so simple it's so simple yes from your point of view when you have dealt with men that make less than you where's your irritation at the most like getting involved with guys that might sometimes feel like when you I don't want to say like you start feeling like their mom but it's like you know what I mean I just feel like the generosity is not the same Mm -hmm. their their level of like their food palate's not the same (laughs) you feel me like that's just the whole thing about when you make a little money or if you just already had aspirations to like things that are nice if it's naturally already there you know it's there but when it's not and you come from a home or just a lifestyle where you're just being a bum it's like how do you know how to be generous you know yeah can yeah, order nice. french fries with a steak and roof Chris yeah. <laughs> mashed potatoes would have been best you know <laughs> but, no shame, so no true. shame. But just being honest, just people who don't have as much money as me, I've learned can be envious of me. Even though they like me, they're in my circle, they love me. The guy told me he was jealous of me at one point. What the? F- he didn't That's tell me what he was jealous of, but he told me he was jealous. So it's that's like, crazy. it's hard to be with, the, and I feel like that's the same situation with the lady that was controlling. She was being jealous of you rising better than her, like making more money than her. Like whatever the case may be, like relationships, your partner could be jealous of you and you would never know. That's crazy. I never well, I some think, money. <laughs> I just think people have different ideas of, what actually being in a relationship is so it's important to have those deep conversations early on mm-hmm. yeah it's very important to have those really deep hard conversations because my ideal of being in a relationship doesn't mean that i share my entire financial history with you it doesn't mean that i'm like yo you have car blanche access to everything i touch no we have what we build together and then you have yours i have mine and we can talk about intermingling, but that's a serious relationship. The problem with a, a lot of these people, as you were saying earlier, is that they rush into things. Like everything is so rushed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, you're not dying tomorrow. Slow down a little bit. That part. I'm like, you got to know the person that you're actually dealing with. And I think a lot of people don't know who they're dealing with until they're three years in. And then you realize. And I mean, you you instantly realize you made a mistake. So you just hope that that mistake corrects itself. Like you said, dick and pussy paying the bills. <laughs> for real. Until the day that I know for Neither a fact. <laughs> Seriously, love Neither don't pay the bills. Yeah, love don't pay the bills. Pussy and dick, like I said, the sex quality could be great. But until you become a millionaire after each deposit, and you know what deposit I'm talking about, okay? After each deposit... <laughs> Unless somebody out there is sincerely fucking a dick or pussy that comes out with money. If money truly makes you fucking come, please holler at me. Please slide in on the DMs at Sapphire's Airplay because that's ridiculous. (laughs) That shit is ridiculous. I don't want to ever hear anybody after this episode saying, but the dick was so good. I couldn't leave. No, yes, you can. Because if they weren't paying shit, that's so it. So why do you want to be around somebody that disgusts you, but then they can... The only thing that makes you happy is they're making you come. You just... Girl. You're making yourself miserable over some dick. But how miserable many... over some coochie. But how, how many times have we seen it? If it's been a meme, you know it was for real. How many times have we seen people complain about it? over the internet all the time. Look at how thirsty motherfuckers are right now to get a PS5. If y'all didn't hear, Sony put out a legit like statement. They are sold the fuck out. They are out, okay? The Sony even, it's not even manufacturing any right now until next year. So stop begging oh, women. Crazy. Yeah, so stop begging women on the internet. 
you foul ass, stank ass motherfuckers who can't pay their bills and still living in their mama's house, but begging women on the internet for a PS5. You know, they had all year to stack up dough. You know, they could have saved some of that stimulus check for their PS5. Like, girl, don't think. Someone. Hey, I got one. It's going for the high now that I know they ain't making no more. So, oh, the high. The high. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. There's a friend of mine. He sent me a like legit eBay posting for like fifteen hundred dollars, and it flat out said I couldn't pay my rent. I knew I shouldn't have bought this state this PlayStation. Fifteen hundred dollars comes with the games, the controller, all that shit. See, and that's not chasing your bag. Like, no, he was in the mindset of chasing his bag. Then he, like she said, he would at least stack something. something. Like, Hell, I'm going in. I'm going half with my partner. Okay, we said we both would want it, but it would be more practical if him and I just go halvesy on it and wait until it, next it, year. Wait until next year when it starts getting a little cheaper. Once the hype is down, and go half on it. Right. Okay, that's that's. I'm in that. I'm in that category too, girl. Shit. <laughs> I mean. That's normally how I buy the other console anyway. Like, yeah, I wait. I like I grab the PlayStation first, mm. and then when the Xbox price drops and everything, because I'm sorry, nobody plays Xbox. Oh, I play Xbox. Xbox. I still rock my oh. Xbox. Yeah, you about the you about one of four people that I know. <laughs> but the point <laughs> being, is, <laughs> no, look, but, but my point being is. I've always had both consoles, you know, mm-hmm. but I always wait until the price and the hype behind the Xbox goes down. And don't get me wrong, you can do way more media wise with the Xbox. So really I can. understand why people want it. Yeah, I mean, you can control your TV with it. You can't do that with a PlayStation. Can't do a lot with PlayStation. But, you know, of course, they're smart with the whole marketing of Spider Man. So I really, that's all I want. Yeah. I just wanted to play the Spider-Man Someone game. Someone said they censor cuss words now in the messages. What? On PlayStation. Yeah. Somebody they might. Me that. They need to stop with this bullshit, okay? People are going to say what they want to say. The censoring in the gaming community, go fuck yourself. Because where were y'all when I was getting verbally harassed on Call of Duty all the time? Like, get the well, fuck out of here with that shit. Get the fuck out of here. You realize you got the most sensitive society ever like all these people grew up on South Park, but they sensitive. Right. <laughs> like, like right. come on, man. I'm like, you grew up on a Chappelle show, but you sensitive as fuck. Man. Oh, by the way, if you are still streaming the uh, Chappelle show, do not. Don't do that shit. Do not support the Chappelle show. It's not going in Dave's pocket. And he flat out made. He is not getting paid any royalties for that. Okay. Don't don't do it. Don't buy it. Don't stream it. Don't support it. I'm not saying don't support Dave Chappelle. So who allowed that to happen? His contract. He had a bullshit ass contract from Comedy Central. But this is you know what? Here's the thing. We're going into uh, to a different direction of day sex and confused news. Hey there, earbuds. I want to let you know about Cloud5 CBD. It's a lifestyle brand owned and curated by Nelly, three-time Grammy winner and recently seen on Dancing with the Stars. Personally, I just started my new journey using CBD products, and I have to say Cloud5 is where it's at. I recently fell in love with their OT Crossflower as well as their CBD e-liquids. By the way, it contains no nicotine, no THC, no MCT or vitamin E oil. Get your product now using my special code K5Sapphire. That's K-5-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E for 10% off at cloud5.store. That's K-L-O-U-D 5.store. Enjoy the rest of the show. Dazed. Sexed. Confused. Dazed. Sexed. Confused. Dave Chappelle, uh... I think it was last week he came out with a little sketch on Instagram in front of the live audience and he flat out told them the deal. He signed a bullshit ass contract, which many of these contracts we've we've heard from artists, but he actually spoke out about it. And he even says, you know, I if anything that I regret basically is signing that contract, signing away my name, my likeness, 
my career basically right for comedy central to get a bag so they're catching a bag off of his name now i will say this in the entertainment business this happened to me when i signed a deal with playboy originally for their radio show I took it to my lawyers because there was no way in fuck you're going to take Sapphire. You're not going to take my podcast name, something that I built, you know, five years prior. And I and I was able to change my contract and not a lot of people can say they can do that. And it happens to a lot of artists, a lot of especially a lot of black artists, upcoming, legendary, whatever. That's why sometimes you you know we see revamping of shows and movies but the titles aren't exactly lined up it's because of something like that and it's fucked up it's fucked up i mean it happened to dick gregory yes yeah like that's the prime example of losing your name and he had so many products that he couldn't turn around and sell because he signed his name over and that's what people don't understand like yes we all want to be famous Everybody wants to, you know, make money, be famous. But when they really say, read your contract and not just you read the contract, get somebody who is not your friend off the street to read that contract, to flat out tell you if you're getting fucked over or not. Yeah, you definitely need a contract lawyer, a media lawyer. So you need a lawyer for everything. You need a lawyer for everything. And a lawyer who's not just going to take your check either. A lawyer who's actually going to care and be like, look, this is not for your best interest. You want to make that bag? We're going to go elsewhere. Yeah. Keep the bag. Keep that bag in that relationship. (laughs) Seriously. We're talking about cash and relations here. That's a relationship right there. You have a business relationship with a company that supposedly is going to quote unquote take care of you. Within five years down the line, your contract is up. You're making the studio and network hella money. And what happens? It's not going to your pocket. We saw it happen with TLC. Why did they go bankrupt? It happens all the time. Cadillac Records, same thing. Give all these music artists, you know, you sign them up, they get a, a Cadillac. But who's getting the royalties? Chess Records. Because it was a hub for Cadillac that went under. All these artists get fucked up in the end. And this is 50, 60 years ago. And people still think this is not, you know, happening. But it is. It is. And it's sad. So read the contracts in your relationship and read the contracts in your fucking business. Period. Point fucking blank. Point fucking blank. Okay. Did y'all watch the fight last night? Yeah, I, I seen some it. of it. What did y'all think of it? <laughs> Man, poor Nate. <laughs> oh yeah, yo. Man, poor. I'm mad. I missed that. I was looking for hella streams last night because I was like, I'm not paying fifty bucks for a ten minute game like fight. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm gonna put you up on something here. Please, um, I'll DM you. Please, yeah, I'll, DM you. I'll put you up on what I utilize. Um, I just feel like every athlete, you know, some things just aren't for you. Boxing definitely wasn't for Nate. But you know, I what? had to double take when they said Nate Robinson. I'm like, Nate Robinson's a basketball player. That's the only Nate I knew. Yeah. Like, what? And he went and against like, YouTuber. Uh, what's his name? Jake Logan, Logan Paul, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Wolverine, whatever Logan it is. <laughs> he wanted to but, play Antonio Brown. But but the thing is, with that guy that he was fighting, I, I don't think people realize that he's actually been training. Yes. For a long time. And he's actually been training with professionals. That's so why his boxing skills aren't average anymore. Yeah. And I didn't want to take it seriously, though, either. I was like, Logan Paul's his name. I didn't want to take it seriously. That's why I had to watch it. But then I was like, hold up. Paul, Paul can actually, he's got some hands. I mean, yeah, it, his it's, hands not average no more. No, I mean, it definitely looked like a schoolyard fight. Like, I think out of the whole night, Snoop's commentary was the best. Was the best. Definitely. Snoop need to get a commentary deal in a fucking sap. 
Because originally yeah. Lil Wayne was supposed to be in place of Snoop. Oh no! But you no. know, you know, he canceled himself by coming out as a Trump supporter. But we don't need to talk about that. So I'm actually glad that Snoop was like, "I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna do this." But man, that Tyson fight though. I don't know. I mean, to be 54, even though this game and this fight doesn't really count, I really wish I bet some money on it because there was no competition. Jones looked tired from the get. Yeah, like Jones looked tired after round one, after two minutes. Jones looked like he needed to go sit down and, and take a laxative and go to sleep. Ooh. Damn, and go to sleep after taking that boo boo. Like that's he was so I don't know. He looked so constipated and just so tired. I was like, man, man, you got hit by Mike Tyson. That shit rock your soul in his ribs. Oh my god! But to call it a draw, you know, I saw I, all the memes. Yeah, and to call it a draw, it was straight bullshit. And of course, you know Jones is like. I wear draws. I don't do draws. Oh, I'm like, okay, boy, but you lost. You really lost. That's really what I'm it like, was. I'm like, the end of your career was going to get knocked out, bro. Calm <laughs> down. I'm like, and Mike wound up on me, held back. He did. I felt like Mike was holding back the whole time. I feel like he was well, just they like... they had them bullshit rules. They couldn't do a knockout. They couldn't do a lot of stuff. That's what that was? Yes. What the... There was hella rules for this fight. But it was an exhibition. But I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna share something with you because I saw Mike when he was doing his um his tour mm-hmm. where he you know he's talking about his life and everything. Oh, the one that play. Yeah, the play, the, and they had it on HBO at a, at some point. I literally saw this man, and this was out of shape, according to Mike Tyson. Mike do a jumping, spinning heel kick, reenacting something out of shape though. What? And I mean perfect form. And I'm looking like Mike Tyson will beat the holy fuck out of anybody that runs up on him still. Whatever weed like, he has, I want to try his it's weed. I feel like that weed is like giving him life. That's probably what that yeah. is. Whatever kind of yeah. weed he is growing on his ranch, on the Mike Tyson ranch, I need to get me a hold of that because I feel like that's the fountain of youth right there. Because for 54, Mike looked good. How man. many hoes you think Mike got now? Oh, uh, you know. I After think he, this fight. I man. think he got a wife, but his whole count probably went up. Oh, his whole count <laughs> definitely went up. Yeah, COVID definitely. or no COVID. You know women were throwing their masks at him at the end of the night. They're like, fuck <laughs> Rona. The they threw their masks. Nobody throwing panties. They throwing masks. They're like, fuck the Rona. Come on, Mike. Come man. on, Mike. Give me some Mike. Mm. I'm saying I just want to hang out with hangover version of Mike. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think everybody did after that. I think everybody yeah. after that wanted to. But man, no, I, I don't know. that it gave, me, it gave me some life. I was like, ooh, I missed boxing Saturday night, fight nights. I missed it. It was cool. It, it was. It was crazy that, like, literally, Corona got us so, like, twisted that we were happy to see 50-year-olds fighting. Hey, mm-hmm. At this point, who else? I mean, I keep hearing rumors about Jordan and one of the balls trying to go head to head on something. They stopped oh, talking the, that the shit. Dad, the, the dad that, that said he could beat him. Yes. Yeah, Mike. Mike would decimate him. I would love to see well, that. I'll even fuck I with think basketball. Mike Pinky Toe. <laughs> Mike Pinky Toe would decimate that man. <laughs> Somebody need to, because I'm tired of the Ball family, especially the father. I'm like, we know you dick ride for your sons, but shut the fuck up. You're that that Yo. stage mom dad that nobody asked to be at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Like he's a bad counselor too, because he he got his son up out of L.A. I don't think that the Lakers traded him because they wanted necessarily a trade. I think it's because of his dad's influence. Hell yes. Like, like Nike deals cancel and I and I respect like I respect what he attempted to do as far as we're gonna have our own shoe we're gonna charge this amount we're gonna get these sales but you have to have the quality yes like if you're not producing quality and you're just giving people quantity I'm like man you basically just finesse the public that part 
And we see it all the time. Look at OnlyFans. All these celebrities cashing in on OnlyFans. I don't want to see half of y'all naked. And half the time, you guys are not even be full, fully naked, but want to charge 45, 50 bucks for what? For what content? Right. I mean, Pornhub free. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like to put, you know, dollars back into my sex workers, okay? They they got to make their coin too. And yeah, I they, edit They the, deserve it. Yes. And I don't like seeing my. When we're talking about these celebrities. There's so many celebrity leaks. So many. Yeah, I mean. Even the young lady that um I forgot her name, but she basically finessed people. Bella Thorne. Ruby Rose. No, or Bella Ruby. Thorne. Yeah, Bella Thorne and Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose was folding clothes. I saw um I saw somebody pissed about that. She was doing what with clothes? She was like folding clothes, literally. And was basically like it, it's for whatever we say is for, opposed to what you guys think is for. Wow. Oh, so, somebody's lunch is ready. <laughs> no, nah, that's just nah, that's this little uh, video game playing tyrant over here. <laughs> oh, sure, so he cute, love it. No, nah, he can't hear. Hey, go in your room, please, <laughs> and don't drop nothing. <laughs> Napkins. Give it up to the papas of the of the Instagrams all day, every day. <laughs> but no seriously it's like give the people what they want don't finesse them especially during fucking covid times like right don't make us spend our last check on some bullshit period it makes no fucking sense no fucking sense at all i can't i'm done with it but <laughs> Rel, where can our followers follow you? I have to say thank you so much for joining us for the conversation. We got to keep it up with you. You got to come back uh, for some other yeah, shit. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, because I got I do really have some great war stories. Yes, please. We like that. We <laughs> love it. We love hearing from real men. To be honest, and is um, at unruly G three unruly gentleman um, is G three though. And the three is really for Allen Iverson. He's my favorite player. Just Aww. a little context. So the three is for Allen Iverson. He's my favorite player. You know, he was a warrior at his size. And he didn't take no shit on the court, so. That's true. That is true. That's I think that's probably the last time I ever saw really, like, watched basketball. Was Iverson and the Lakers showdown. So that's got to be years ago. Hella years ago. I'm more about the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm more about my Dodgers. Everything else, I'm like, "Mm, I don't get it. I don't understand those sports (laughs) at all. It's a foreign language. But Yaz, where can they get at you, girl? At Fit and Dirty on Instagram, Twitter, and what do you call it? Snapchat. (laughs) My PSN is Feisty Panay, F-E-I-S-T-Y-P-I-N-A-Y. Boom, boom. And of course, you can find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire, Instagram, Twitter, and the Xbox. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. Till next time, y'all. Remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasting platforms.